All right, we got a few people in here. I've got Marcus added. Adam and Bill are going to join us in a little bit, but Marcus doesn't have a ton of time today, so we're going to start with Marcus, and then we'll kind of transition on and um, chat with Adam, chat with Bill as well. Um, if you're listening, if you could do us a favor and share this, in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a blue button that you can just share it right away, and uh, we would certainly appreciate it. If you know somebody that's looking for some locks or some picks for the Super Bowl, you can tag them in this or send it to them in a message and we would certainly appreciate it um marcus a week off last week we'll, we'll we'll give it just a minute before we get started get some more people in here but a week off last week how uh did you, did you were you degenerate enough to bet on the pro bowl absolutely not i took my daughter to see disney on ice and i, I promise you it was significantly better than the pro bowl i i, I can't do it I, it's, it's just it's too bad I turned it on for just a minute. We had some friends over and I, I turned it on for a few minutes. It was just the, the effort level. So is just, bad. It's awful. I, I'm not a guy. I'm not one of these guys. that's like, Oh, I love defense. Like, no, I love when it's, you know, 58 to 57, you know, like I love massive scoring games, but like they don't even tackle. They don't even wrap. Like just kind of like, I, I can't stand it. It's, it's so bad. So I flipped over to watch college basketball instead and i bet you had a much more enjoyable time i bet that was a lot more fun it was it was way better the pro bowl is so bad i don't even know how you we've got we'll, we'll maybe take two minutes and then we'll get started again share this if you're just joining uh, but how do you even fix it like how do you fix the pro bowl because other leagues have experimented with stuff the nba's done stuff the mlb made theirs kind of matter more but like how do you fix just an awful product get rid of it I mean, it's probably the truth, right? Yeah, it's it's too physical and too you know. If if both teams are trying hard, you know, there's going to be injuries, and it's just not worth it to the players, and you can't blame them for that. So you know, there's no incentive to try hard. You know, there's no incentive to go down the middle if you're a wide receiver. There's no incentive to get after the quarterback if you can't touch him. And you know, there's just you know, there's no reason for for anybody to try hard. So, I, yeah, I I love a, a skills you know a skills challenge weekend. Uh, invite all the top players, passing, punting, mm-hmm. you know, pet puss and kick, you know, whatever they want to do. Uh, but the game itself is a, is a joke now. Would would making okay? So, a buddy suggested these. Well, I'll ask this and then we'll move on. So, we'll see if I'm an idiot. Actually, I'm just gonna blame my buddy for suggesting them. I I definitely didn't think of either of these. What about making it a either a flag football or a seven on seven? To where there was like no, you know, to where it wasn't like the tackle side I, of things. I, I still think players would go about twenty five percent speed because they don't want to risk tearing an ACL like a receiver or a corner. And I, I, I think the best way to do this would be have a skills competition. See who can throw the ball at the farthest, right? See who can kick the longest field goal. That kind of stuff, I think, would be more entertaining, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then somebody didn't somebody tear an ACL in a like a sand beach flag football game about yeah, it wasn't that long ago. ago yep, like that, 10, 15 years ago. Yep, and that was the end of it. Yeah, so need to do away with it. But all right, let's get started. Let's get rolling here. Um, much more exciting things to talk about than the Pro Bowl. Sorry for boring you, but we wanted to get a few people in here. Um, again, I'll, I'll give another plug, but if you can share this by hitting the button in the bottom right-hand corner, we would certainly appreciate it. You can even share this to people off of Twitter. And they can listen in. So do that. If you miss any part of it, we will post it on our podcast channels later today. Um, Marcus Adams, Super Bowl week. 
the culmination of a sport that we all love. We are almost there. It's Wednesday afternoon. We're just a couple of days away. Um, it's a little sad. I will say that, that it's all kind of coming to an end. But a matchup that I don't think very many of us would have picked. We've got the Bengals and Rams coming up this weekend. Um, the Rams opened up as uh, not a massive favorite by any means, but what opened up at around four and a half, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then right now, um, where is the line right now? Right uh, now, the line is at four, four and a half in four certain half. places. I haven't seen it get to three and a half anywhere, but I have seen it four in a couple of places. But immediate thoughts or first thoughts on this game on uh, Sunday. Adam, I actually have a question for you. For the Super Bowl, do you like to bet more on the on the spread, or do you find yourself betting on more props? Because I, I, I've been just betting on props all week and kind of staying away from the actual game. I agree. Um, I'm I'm all in on props. Um, you know, it's uh, I, you know, broke down this game in my head and on paper a lot, and it took me a while to make a game pick because I like the Bengals. Uh, they're upstarts, you know, they've beaten all the top teams to get here on the road, um, you know, and the Rams are the favorites, they have the veteran team, but there's a lot of reasons to like both teams. Ultimately, I do have a game pick, but props, uh, you know, I have I have 22 props posted right now at bookies.com, and I'm probably going to play them all uh, on my own as well. I've already put in about half of them. Um, so, yeah, this is a great game to just break down. Um, there's so many props out there. There are some holes uh, that you can, that you can take advantage of. Do you, do you bet all the crazy, like, are you betting player props, crazy props? Are you getting into like the color of the Gatorade and the national anthem and everything else? Or are you just sticking with like, I'm more, I'm more on the field, uh, than, than off it, you know, the national anthem, uh, Bill Spiros can, can tell you there's a, there's a side to play on that this, this year. Um, but coin toss, you know, I thought they, I think the Bengals won like 11 straight coin tosses earlier this year. I don't know, but still, I mean, that's still a 50, 50 proposition at minus odds. So, you know, that's something I, I usually don't play. Um, usually it's, it's more game stuff. So let's talk about the game and then let's jump into some props. Cause I know people, you know, I know you guys are big on the props, but I do think that people will want to hear your analysis or what you kind of think in this game. Um, Rams, a four point favorite, um, but the Bengals haven't minded that underdog, uh, that underdog spot throughout this postseason. Um, wh- what do you like on the spread? And then, you know, wh- what do you think from a game perspective, Marcus? Yeah, I like the Rams quite a bit this week. I- I've got a feeling this is not going to be a very good game. I-, I think the Rams are just so much more talented. They're talented at all the spots the Bengals are weak at. And Adam, I'm really worried this is going to be like a 34 to 17 type of game that's not competitive at all. I agree with everything you just said. Um, I love the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is going to win Super Bowls. Look what he's done in the last four years of his life, basically, uh, from having to transfer from Ohio, to, from Ohio State because he couldn't even get playing time to having the greatest season in college history. Heisman, national title, one year with a, you know, a basically afterthought of a franchise uh, to the Super Bowl. But, yeah, the matchups just aren't good. Um Everything that the Bengals do well, the Rams do better uh, across the across the aisle. Um, so I think uh, I think thirty four twenty four was my prediction, um, but thirty four seventy. I'd be happy with either of those because I like the over. 
more than the under as well, but I think the Rams uh, take care of business. Could certainly see that happening. Do you like the over as well, um, Marcus? I, I do, just because yeah. I think I think the Rams are going to score like in the mid-30s in this game. Uh, this is actually one of the lower over-unders we've had in the last decade. I think the last time the over-under was uh, under 48.5 was the Seahawks-Patriots Super Bowl. I think we get 55 total points scored in this game or around that. You know, the last, uh, you know, you're right. This is one of the lowest uh, totals. It's been in the 50s mostly, but the last, I think, six Super Bowls that have that uh, where the number has been in the 40s have all hit over. Mm. So that that kind of caused an overreaction, um, and now the last few have been under because the totals have been in the mid 50s, and now we're back into the 40s with two teams that each average, you know, combined, you know, well over 50 points a game. Um. Cincinnati's defense was really, really good in the second half against Kansas City. Can they do enough to, to – I mean, I know you guys just picked the Rams, so you know maybe the answer is just straight no when I'm asking enough question. But can they do enough to slow it down and, and give Burrow a, a slight chance of, of working some more magic? Or what do you think about their defense specifically in this game? Uh, I think I think they can do enough at times to slow them down, but this offense is just too good, right? Like it, it, they have too many weapons. I would be shocked if the Bengals hold them under twenty four points, like they've basically held every opponent over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Cooper Cup. He's my uh, he's my kind of sleeper pick, I guess you could say, for the MVP. Um, I think Stafford over one and a half touchdowns is probably my favorite prop, even though it's about mm-hmm. minus 200. Uh, I don't, uh, I can't foresee a game barring injury where he's not throwing at least two touchdowns. No. So let's talk about this, Marcus. Let's get into some of you. I know you can't stay super long and then I'll get Bill on here in a few minutes, but um, Marcus, let's talk about some props. Let's talk about some different, uh, different props that you really like, some things that you're playing and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll kind of spin that. Uh, let's do it. Let, let's go wild because I listen. One of the, the best parts of the Super Bowl is making crazy bets, and I most of these aren't going to hit. So I'm sure Adam has uh, more calculated prop bets, but I like to have fun. And one of my favorite bets right now is: Will there be a successful two point conversion? And depending on the site you get that, it's plus two thirty, plus two fifty. But these are two uh, pretty aggressive coaches in Zach Taylor and Sean McVay, two good quarterbacks. And weird things happen in Super Bowls. We get some weird scores. I, this is also a fun one because anytime there's a touchdown score, you get that little 15-second uh, confusion whether, whether there's going to be a two-point attempt or not. I like it. I think that one's fun. I like it too. And, you know, obviously the, there could be just strategy into it, into the end of a game where that is needed. Um Missed point after touchdowns are more prevalent. Um, you know, missed kicks are more prevalent now since they've backed it up. Although the Bengals kicker, um, McPherson, uh, very yeah, good. He's so hot right now. So you know, I'm sure I just jinxed him. Yeah, my uh, my jinx goes a long ways. But uh, two point conversions could be kind of a fun one there. Um, what else do you like? Uh, I, I really, man, this one almost hit last year as well. Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? We had Joe Hag last year for Tampa Bay. The ball was in his hands on a pass from Tom Brady, and he dropped it. Uh, that's 20 to 1. Uh, throw a couple bucks on it. Why not? That's a, that's a lot of fun to watch. Adam, do you have – we'll get to some of your uh, – I just put Adam's tweet up in the top of the space, so if you're listening to this, you can go click on that. 
and check out his 22 intriguing Super Bowl prop bets to back. Um, Adam, for the people listening back later or driving or just whatever, can't can't go check that out. Give us a what's your you know what's your most Marcus prop bet? Like what's your most <laughs> fun one out of your out of your twenty two? <laughs> fun one. Here's a reverse fun one. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a reverse one. Minus five hundred coin toss winner defers to the second half. Mm. How's that? I uh, like because, it because you know in, in the last you know I guess decade and a half only once has the coin toss winner not deferred, and that time was Sean Payton and the Saints who probably knew they were, they wanted to do an onside kick to start the second half. Mm. And that's the only time it's it's happened in 13 years. Between these two coaches, in 95 successful coin toss wins, uh, they've deferred 94 times. So I doubt they're going to change that game plan for the biggest game of their lives. So, you know, minus 500, obviously that is a huge price. But uh, as far as... Uh, you know, just easy money, 50, 50 bucks to win 10 um, to put on something else if you want or uh, or part of some ridiculous parlay. Uh, I think that one's uh, as shoe-in as it comes. I, I got another one for you, Adam. How about shortest touchdown? Um, do, will we get – I think the line is one and a half. So basically, will we get a one-yard touchdown? Yeah. Even odds, I love it. Like I, I, I could easily see a pass interference in the end zone and then the next play we get a, a you know a, a quarterback sneak something like that. I think that those are a lot of fun to root for as the game is going on. Yeah, and they happen all the time. All like, the time. You, you you think about it and you're like one yard. I mean, what are the odds? Actually, they're pretty good. Yep, <laughs> it happens more often than you think. And obviously, these are two pass first teams, but you know they will run the ball if you give them an opportunity to run the ball. And if they're at the one yard line, especially at first and goal, they're going to run the ball. Yeah. Um. Marcus, I don't know how much more time you have. Uh, I, I got one more minute. Uh, can I give you a couple more props that I really like just before we uh, we head out? Yeah, and then I have one more question for you after yeah, more props. Sure. We'll start uh, with that, and then we'll go with that. Uh, I really like Cooper Cup to score two or more touchdowns. You can get him about like plus 300. Uh, I, I think he's going to have a big day. I don't think that the Bengals have a cornerback that can stay with them. Uh, and then if you're you're looking for some wild you know, things off the field, uh, color Gatorade. I like blue to be uh, dumped on the winning head coach. So there you go. <laughs> what is blue. your I, I, this is a two-parter. <laughs> I don't know if you can remember it or not, but give me your 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 Super Bowl bet that you're like most proud of that you hit, either mm. like a crazy a crazy prop at like crazy odds, and then like your worst beat. Like give me your bad beat. It, if you I know I'm springing that on you. No, no, I, I got you. Uh, the, the Patriots uh, Seahawks Super Bowl. I had Shane Vereen to catch eight or more passes, and he caught eleven in that one. And the odds were like forty to one for him to catch more than eight passes. Uh, so I, that one was a lot of fun. My worst beat was I, again. I'm going to reference that Joe Hag play from last year, where he, the offensive lineman for the uh, the Buccaneers, they threw him the ball in the end zone, wide open, and he just dropped it. That one, that's uh, that's that's a tough beat. That hurts. I don't remember my worst beat, but I do know that I had, I had the Patriots and the over uh, in the Seahawks year. Mm. So uh, the Patriots score with you know what, like a minute to go to to get me that over. Um, but then it, you know, the Seahawks were, you know, they hand the ball off to Lynch. I I lose the bet because it was a parlay. So the interception at the last second gave me the gave me the parlay. So that was my best win. I don't I don't have like a. Bad beat. Congratulations, though. That's a great, that's a great win right there. You had to be feeling just Ugh. as good as Tom Brady did. 
Yeah, me and <laughs> me and Bill were uh, partying all night with that one. So, <laughs> all right, thanks, fellas. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks, Marcus. See you, Marcus. Let me get Bill in here. Let's get his thoughts on the Super Bowl. If you have questions, you are welcome to send them in via DM. You are welcome to hit us on the timeline, um, or you can request to speak in here. Um, like I've said, please do us the the favor of sharing this. We'd like to help you guys make some money with some uh, hopeful locks this week. But uh, share this. Let's kind of continue on. Uh, Bill, we got these guys' thoughts on the Super Bowl. Are are you going to make it a, a trifecta of Rams minus four, or what are you thinking this weekend? Um, much like Adam, I tried. I did. I tried and tried and tried. Um, you know, my cat and I tried, and um, I just couldn't do it. Um, I'm sorry to say I, I wish I could offer some – otherworldly insight about how the Bengals would win or maybe cover. But one number struck me, um, how the Rams are holding opponents to 54 and a half yards rushing per game. And mm. if Cincinnati can't run the ball, I just, I just don't see how they're going to manifest themselves against the Rams defense. Never mind, keep up with, the Rams offense. I, I was there in Tampa when the Rams uh, ended Brady's career. And, you know, I was on the, you know, can't wait for Matthew Stafford to choke bandwagon. And when that snap went past him in the fourth quarter and, you know, Brady was moving in for the kill, it was, here we go again. But he threw those two incredible passes, e even with no coverage. I mean, you still got to make the play. And he did. And I think that moment transformed him probably inside as much as outside to where he realized, Hey, I'm not that guy in Detroit anymore. And I just think the Rams are just loaded on both sides. And another huge factor, um, you know, Super Bowl 53, uh, Sean McVay walked up to Bill Belichick before the game and said, Oh coach, it's an honor to meet you. And, then Belichick walked away and spent three minutes with the referee talking about how long it takes to close the Oculus because he didn't know whether to receive the ball or what end zone to take, even though the game was going to be played indoors. And so that, that was just a, you know, a gape, uh, an immeasurable gape in coaching talent acumen and big game ability. And, and McVay admits a million times how much he learned from that game. So I don't, I just don't see the Rams being the old Rams in this game. I don't see Matt Stafford being the old Matt Stafford. Um, although I do like him to throw a pick. Um, I just think the Rams are loaded. I think you've got guys like Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald, these veteran pros on defense where these games are won. And, you know, it's much like the Bucks last year with JPP and Vita Vea and Shaq Barrett and, and Sue, and he wasn't committing penalties. I mean, you have a core of Jalen Ramsey for the Rams. You have a core of veterans on defense um, that are ready to win and that want to win and haven't necessarily won. And, you know, I just think they're ready. I like it. I like it. Um, so everybody in agreement that the Rams win this and maybe win it kind of going away. Um Adam, I want to look at a couple of your props. I again, if you're if you're listening, if you're tuned in, you can see all 22 of Adam's props. Um, I always seem to go here, and I always seem to ask this, but 
Uh, I don't know if it's so much that you're low on Cam Akers, but you took two props against Cam, um, both rushing attempts at 16.5 under, and then Mixon having more yardage than Akers. Um, I know that he struggled with some fumbles in the uh, in the Buccaneers game, nearly gave the game away in, in those. But uh, just the fact that Sony Michelle will be getting a good amount of carries as well kind of leads you to think that Akers probably is under on attempts and has less yards than Mixon, no? Right, yeah. And, and it's, it's a lot of uh, quantity is basically the reason because I think – you know they have uh, they have Sony Michelle that can get the ball that can be physical that has postseason success um, and Cam Akers is is young and, and you know still learning and obviously he had those two you know critical fumbles um, you know his carries went down from over twenty a game the the first two playoff games down to 13, 13 to ten I think uh, with Sony getting ten so I could see that uh, just because you know veteran leadership veteran experience. And uh, success. And meanwhile, you know, Joan Mixon, you know, nobody's going to carry the ball except for him. And, you know, they want to at least try to run. Um, so I think uh, I think there's a there's a possibility he might break one or two. He might finish around. You know, I don't I don't necessarily think he's going to get over, you know, 60, 65 yards or anything like that. Um, I just think the Rams are going to spread the wealth a little more. And Mixon is just going to get the ball, you know, 15 to 20 times. He may not do much with it, but I think he's going to get an opportunity. I like this one a lot. I think I like anything at plus money, right? This is the this is the true degenerate in me. But Stafford and Burrow over four and a half passing touchdowns. Um, yeah, plus one forty five on BetMGM. So pass heavy game. I mean, we've got you know thirty five points being scored in the air. Uh, well, I guess that's figuring in point after touchdowns. But thoughts yeah, there? I, I think Burrow's going to be over on just about everything. Um, and again, probably because he's going to throw. 48 times. <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't know how successful it's, it's all going to be, but all the numbers I like over, over one and a half touchdowns over 276 yards. Um, I think uh, uh, longest pass over 36, most of his games uh, he's had at least one. So I think, I think he's going to hit one or two big passes. I think that's going to help uh, a lot of his numbers. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities to throw it because I think the Rams are a very good first half team. The Bengals are a very poor first half team. And I think uh, that's going to make even more throwing later. I don't know how successful, you know, overall he's going to be, but I think the quantity is going to help him hit over on a lot of these totals. If you guys have a question, feel free to shoot us a DM. Feel free to um, reply to us on the Twitter timeline, and we're happy to try and answer those. If you have any insight or you have any thoughts on different games or questions for these guys directly, you can request to speak, and we will post the full episode on our podcast platforms it's everywhere, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts after this wraps up. Come out sometime this afternoon uh, as soon as we can get it edited and uploaded. Bill, you've done some stuff with some props too. Let's talk about some of your interesting prop bets and, and kind of what you think. Let's do some fun ones. Um, not that yours aren't fun, Adam, but let's do some fun ones, Bill. Uh, what are you thinking on some props? Adam is always fun. Um, well, I took the three most common um novelty props that um you know that everyone loves to bet on you know i've been you know i probably bet on a coin toss the first time when i was eight years old so um you know coin toss length of the national anthem and color gatorade those are great wagers because you don't have to know anything about anything um to to bet on them and you're more likely to win or lose 
course, the coin toss is the first one. Uh, it's um, minus 105 pretty much everywhere. Um, that's why the house always wins, because they're taking 5% of the juice on an even money proposition. Um, you know, the same, uh, the, you can get markets on the correct call. Um, there is a big disparity on the decision of the coin toss. Um, it's plus 375 to receive the kickoff at BetMGM and minus 500 to defer. Um, so I don't know if either one of these teams would, would want to take the ball if they won the toss, but that might be a play worth inter- uh, be worth uh, investing in. Um, in terms of historic, um, you know, it's pretty much an even split, as you would think. Uh, 26 heads, 29 tails. But my pick, as always, in forever is heads. Um, it's just no other way to go. Adam, are you a tails never fails guy? Or are you are you in agreement with Bill here? <laughs> I used to be a tails uh, tails never fails, but usually I failed uh, every time I did that. So <laughs> now I, I I flip the switch on that now. Yeah, I remember when I was young, man. John Lynch used to so obviously living in Tampa, big big Bucks fan. John Lynch would always be the captain and always go out there and say tails never fails, baby. And I feel like it always worked for him. Well, no matter what I was doing, playing Madden or just anything, I'd say it and lose every time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I've flipped ahead. We saw that go both ways in the playoffs with these overtime games um, with with Tails yeah, uh, winning and Tails team. losing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, it, since we're on the topic of the Super Bowl, um, Matthew Slater famously called, of course, heads um, when the Patriots and Falcons went into overtime in Super Bowl 51, and uh, Matt Ryan is still waiting to get the ball. So uh, that cemented heads for me, uh, being the Patriots fan that I am. Uh, there is there is an interesting play with the National Anthem, as Adam alluded to. I haven't seen any markets on it yet, um, but I think perhaps the reason why is, is there is a tape of uh, Mickey Guyton, who is a African-American country music singer, and, um, you know, she is uh, she's been singing the national anthem publicly for 25 years. She started when she was 13. She's now 38. Uh, she sang the national anthem at the uh, American Memorial Day concert just this past May in Washington. She did it in 86 seconds, which is 20 seconds faster than the last nine national anthems that have performed at the Super Bowl. Um, that's kind of stunning when you look at the history of this. Um, and she got rave reviews for it, and it obviously earned her a spot here in this game. So I just think based on logic, um, I don't know how or why you would change up how you perform the national anthem when um, the last time you did it on the national stage, you did it in 86 seconds, and it was you know received with this incredible positive feedback. You know, I'm not sure how much, how much of a risk you want to take dragging it out on the world's biggest stage. Um, but based on what I've seen on and offshore, I'm looking at a total of about 98 seconds to be generous. And um, I'm still liking the under there. Again, I, I've always been a big over guy in this market. But I just think this year we have, um, you know, you have to look at who's performing. Um, so we give her an extra 10 seconds to soak it all in and, and we're still going to go under. I like the under here. You've sold me on that one, Bill, for sure. And then finally, the Gatorade odds. Um, 
I, I yeah, I, I was with Marcus. Um, you know, there's video of uh, Zach Taylor getting a clear Gatorade shower when he got his first win in 2019. So you might want to argue if you like the Bengals that they're going to kind of, you know, stick with a good thing and uh, if they have such a memory or care. But since we all seem to like the Rams, I just think that blue is just going to be a nice fit for them. Um, given that I believe they were in white uniforms in this game since they're the road team. So I think a post-game blue on those white uniforms would, would work out. And at last check, blue was plus 400 at the DraftKings. I just have to wonder if the people that mix the Gatorade, you know, like, because obviously if a team or coach or something bet on, you know, sports, they'd get in big trouble. But if you're the Gatorade mixer, are you, you know, like if you're the one responsible for mixing the Gatorade, like I think I'm taking out a pretty big prop bet on that if I know. Well, these markets are limited for one thing, and yeah. um, the ban on gambling extends to all NFL employees. So, I, you know, we went through this last year when that idiot ran on the field um, at, during the Super Bowl, and then went on social media and claimed that he won three hundred fifty thousand dollars because he bet on himself to run on the field. Quote at a sports book in las vegas end quote um and of course when i asked him what sports book he used it you know where he went in vegas he never answered because you can't make that bet in vegas um for obvious reasons and even bavada that took took the wagers didn't ended up not paying off any of the major bets that had been made on that prop um because of what happened so there's always that issue that hangs out there with any novelty bets or any wagers that have anything to do with whatever is not happening on the field. Um, but the books know they obviously, if, you know, if some, even if someone tried to bet a substantial amount of money on a certain color um, and, you know, now if you're online, they probably have a lot of information about who you are, once you sign up, I'm sure that would trigger a ton of red flags. Adam, going back to your 22 most intri intriguing prop bets for the Super Bowl. Um, again, I put that up in the top of the space. If you guys want to go check out that article, you certainly can. Um, you like a lot of overs. First turnover interception. So we've seen a lot of fumbles. Uh, didn't didn't Cam have two and Cup have one uh, in that game? But you like the interception here at just about even odds. Minus 110 on FanDuel. Yeah, it's because the Bengals haven't uh, fumbled all season, or all season, all postseason, rather. Um, and both these teams uh, are much better at ball hawking uh, on passes. Um, you know, uh, combined, they each, uh, they each create about, you know, just under one fumble a game compared to over two interceptions a game. So it's almost two to one. Um, and, they, and they also each suffer about twice as many picks as they do fumbles. So you put that all together and you get, uh, you know, pretty similar odds. I think uh, interception looks like a, a pretty good back there. And you're right. I have a lot of overs. Um, I just think there's going to be points scored. I think both teams are going to come out firing and throwing. The matchups aren't good for the Bengals, which is I, I kind of stayed away from all the receiver props for them. But I think uh, overall, I think Burrow's going to find people. He's just not going to. I don't know if he's going to find Jamar Chase a ton um, or any of the guys a ton. Um, so I, I stayed away from those guys, but I love Cooper Cup on the other side, and I love both quarterbacks to to have big games. 
you think Ramsey matches up with Chase? Obviously, in his big matchup with Evans, he, he didn't fare so well. But is it Ramsey on Jamar? Well, I, I know that he wants it, and that's what he says. And you know, he talks a big game, and he's he's obviously good. But you know, the Rams play zone almost eighty percent of the time. <laughs> so you know, he he talks loud, and then he and then he plays zone eighty uh, percent of the time. So um, you know, the the and that's actually a, a huge advantage for the Rams because Burrow's numbers against man are way way better than they are against zone. So that's actually a, a, a concern if you're a Cincy fan overall. Same with, uh, you know, Jamar Chase on the outside. He leads the NFL in touchdowns outside the numbers because he's just streaking down the field. He's just athletic. The Rams' defense is number one in fewest production uh, allowed outside the numbers. So another terrible matchup in the past game. But like I said, I think uh, quantity uh, for Joe Burrow, you know, I think he's going to throw 40-plus times. I think he's he's going to get his. But I think the Rams uh, overall are going to make enough stops. You know, to that end, I like uh, McPherson props. Uh, I think he's going to kick some field goals today or on Sunday. Um, that's another guy to look for. Um, cool. If you guys have any questions, if anybody has anything, again, you're more than welcome to request to join. If not, I think we're winding down a little bit. You can catch this on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. After um, after we jump off of here live, I'll get it uploaded pretty quickly. And you can go subscribe to our podcast channels. Um, Bill, Adam, any closing thoughts as we get out of here? Um, no, I think I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Um, you know, I, you can't count out the Bengals. Uh, I kind of have, <laughs> if you if you if you notice. But you know, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Titans. You know, here they are. They won the you know one of the tougher divisions. Uh, in football, but the Rams, you know, they have that veteran leadership. They're, it's kind of their turn, I think, and they won the toughest uh, division in football. So, um, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a, a good game. You know, I don't think home field advantage matters very much here, especially since the Rams are going to be wearing white and they are used to having to do a silent count at home anyway. Um, but I think the Rams uh, take care of business. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored, and I, I'm going with Cooper Cup for MVP uh, based on value. I like the value pick there. Yeah, you referenced it in the article, but normally quarterbacks and nobody's going to be shocked if Stafford or Burrow wins. Right. But uh, Cooper Cup comes away with, you know, two touchdowns and 140 yards. It's going to be hard for him to uh, to not win the award unless Stafford just has like six six total tosses. Yeah, and Stafford would be a good story. Um, you know, miring in uh, in futility in Detroit, and he comes to L.A. and immediately goes to the Super Bowl. Uh, and probably has a decent game. Uh, that's going to be a, a a tough one to go against. But you're right. If Cooper Cup, you know, catches ten passes for 180 yards and two touchdowns, that's a, that's that's tough to vote against. Pretty strong, Bill. If the, thoughts, yeah, if the, sure. If if the Rams don't win this Super Bowl, they're they're never going to win one ever. Um, you know, they mortgage everything for this, um, and so uh, that is a a potentially tremendous story if they don't win this game. Um, because it's going to be a long time before they have another shot like this. Um, yeah, good stuff. Well, thank you to Marcus. Thank you for Adam, Bill. Thank you guys for hanging out. Again, you can check the replay if you missed any part of this on your favorite podcast provider. Just search bettingwithbookies.com, and you can listen to this episode and all of our um, spaces in their entirety. Um, we will be back. 
I'm not sure exactly when. This is the end of football season, but we've got some golf stuff lined up. We've got some NBA stuff lined up. As soon so as sad. The NFL season wraps up. I know it's it's brutal, but August is right around the corner. March at, Madness. Uh, that's yeah, March I mean. Madness. The draft. The Masters. We'll, we'll get into more stuff. Presumably, MLB is going to play this year. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I hope so. Thank you for everybody that hung out. Thank you for everybody that participated. We will be back soon. Until then, check out bookies.com and we appreciate